Hello and welcome to the Amateur Skeptics Podcast number 180. Joining me this evening, Mac. Good evening, everybody. Also, Mad Cat. Hello, hello. And we even have Ian. Just barely, but I made it! Yeah! <laughs> Yay! And we have the dumbass himself. My servos are buzzing with excitement. <laughs> I'll bet they are. <laughs> How is everybody doing this week? Doing out. <laughs> I've had a busy week. Well, I'm functioning within optimal tolerances. That that's that's good to know. I haven't killed anyone yet. These are all good things. I'm glad that we brought them up. Yep. <laughs> By the way, when uh, when you are at the eye doctors and discussing a cornea transplant, apparently asking them if you can get a discount if you murder a, dr- a drifter to get his corneas is going to get you a weird look. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I guess I guess he didn't take you seriously enough to call the police, though. No. <laughs> so that's a bu- that's a plus. So I think that our RSS feed is is permanently fixed. Is that right, dumbass? I believe so. All right, good. So hopefully, so it will not make any other RSS feeds. So <laughs> to, to be fair, <laughs> please, so, everybody, remember to spay or neuter your RSS feeds. I I, yep. I think what happened was that with the the, the GIDs that we were using were using kind of a clean URLs, and something broke. And um, uh, probably because they upped because of a, a PHP update to to the server where this is hosted, broke our site. And so it would we it, it was down for a little while when I and I found out about it. And so I went and I fixed it, but the GIDs that I used were different. So every everything that I put into the podcast at that point, and it ends up getting downloaded again. Dumbass fixes it with a permanent fix, but those GIDs are different from the original GIDs. So some people may have downloaded our our lovely show three three times, and and, and in some cases they you know like my, when I changed the GIDs, there was only ten of them. When Dumbass did it, it's probably the whole catalog. <laughs> so okay, we're sorry, but we think we have it fixed permanently. But I mean, technology happens. What are you gonna do? Cry. Cry. So hopefully it's fixed, and I apologize for anybody who, who downloaded the show more times than they needed. And I realize if people have bandwidth caps, that, that that can hurt, and that's when it really sucks is if you got a cap. Hopefully we didn't force anybody over their cap. If we did, um, you write to the dumbass at dumbassmedia.net. <laughs> That's good because that 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 address does not exist. That doesn't so exist. It doesn't exist. Go right there. <laughs> Send your complaints. Uh, so anyway, so anyway, but the other thing that oh, particularly dumbass and mad cat and uh, and and myself have been posting a lot on our Facebook channel, and that that is we're we're trying to keep it alive. So come and join us. You know, post yep. articles for us there. You know, stuff that you know, if you have stuff that you might we might use in the show, post it there. And, and so, reply to the articles and memes and stuff we leave. We'd love to have uh, other people than the four of us making comments on there. Right, because it looks like one big circle jerk. I mean, we're ju- we're just jerking each other off on that page right at the moment. So so we need fresh blood to jerk off with us. Okay, that analogy might not be fantastic. Still, they, they, our listeners know us and masturbation. So right, exactly. It's yes. <laughs> so come masturbate with us. This message about a big circle jerk was brought to you by the letter O. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And brought to you by the um, the favorite uh, podcast on the Dumbass Media Empire, right? 
Very much so, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I saw an article the other day talking about uh, Sesame Street. Apparently, the original Letter K on Sesame Street has passed away and was replaced by another one. The original who? Letter K. Is that a killer joke? <laughs> no. I like the one uh, I heard one comedian say one time, uh, saw this uh, show Sesame Street and it like, brought to me by the letter P. All right, there, I just went out and bought as many peas as I could. <laughs> that sounds like a Mitch Hadberg joke. Could be. <laughs> All right, well, is there anything else? Nope. All right. Nope. Mad Cat, what is it time for? It is time for masturbation moment. <laughs> Happy? Yes, I am. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> it's all about me. The Amateur Skeptics present Ian's Masturbation Moment, brought to you by the Dumbass Media Empire. The Dumbass Media Empire, bringing you content that touches people while they touch themselves. Meet the world's first adult service droid. So, I, I my my uh, uh, my wife posted this for us on Facebook. This thing is pretty disturbing. Somebody has built an android um, with a human-looking head that's basically, you know, on wait its minute, knees. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay. I, I'm going to take issue with what you just said. Okay. Human-ish. Would that be better? I think it's wife. Um, I would say that. The head on this thing took the uncanny valley and put made it into a good solid canyon. <laughs> okay. Just don't look at the face. Put a the, put the, in, a the intention it. was for it to be a human female's face. <laughs> the intention was for it to be a human female's face. <laughs> what it actually turned out to be was something else. <laughs> something entirely different. I think they're probably you know, it, going to revise that in time. <laughs> it's it's not actually the most deter- disturbing sex toy I've seen. I saw like a video one time of some guy making a homemade uh, sex sex doll. And I don't think it's most pretty. I, I don't think it's, it's most disturbing one we've actually talked about on maybe the not. podcast. Either. No, but oh, here's the thing: is that watching this thing go. I mean, so the head kind of goes up and down, so it can give you, so that it can that it can yeah. uh, give a blowjob, and and you you listen. So I found I found the there there. Um, so this thing was on. I mean, in some in some ways, you just got to go see it because describing it is is almost impossible. There's an Indiegogo campaign for this, so it was a, so this was supposed to be a crowdfunded deal. Um, they were trying to raise twelve thousand five hundred dollars. They ended up reaching about half that, uh, six thousand five hundred. But and so they go through what what this what this service droid is supposed to be able to do and the way that they do the suction and everything like that. So the 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 video has a um, kind of a tutorial about what it's supposed to do and why they're doing it and everything. And and the intentions are good, right? Um, but the pictures of this thing, oh my god, it is so scary. This is this is a very disturbing doll. Well, you know, it's it's the problem is that. It's basically a mask on a metal shell. Yeah. Well, there's that. And yeah. the the mask is expressionless, but it's it's one expression is basically uh, open mouth grimace. I would. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but then you have the anime face that doesn't even look anime. It, 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 I, I understand how if they just gave it large anime, eyes. But- yeah, yeah, well, the large eyes, yeah. Scary. I don't think those could be called eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that anywhere near my junk. 
I don't know what that creature is, but it ain't human. Yeah, I mean, it's it's disturbing. And, and so there's some better photos of it. If you go to their actual website and look at this, I mean, the photos, I mean, the, so the angle when they show it, it I mean, it, it does look like uh, um, likely a woman crouched over, right? The, and, and in particular, they have it wearing a, a parka. Oh, yeah, parka. Yeah. And uh, in in boots, and you know, you can see the hair. And apparently, apparently, the hair on these things is is real human hair that they attach to the doll. That's um, okay. It worse. Let's let's yeah. let's let's <laughs> say what it is. Let's talk about what it actually is. It is real human hair that these monstrous robots have have taken from slaughtered human females. <laughs> Here's what I think. I think that this is the doll for the next Chucky movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so sure it really matters what they look like, though. Um, as long as they do the I job, I guess right? the head's just going up and down, so... Oh, and the idea was that this one's supposed to be affordable, so I don't know what the cost of this would be for them to make one of these. Um, Because it's not a full android, right? It's not even a full sex doll. It's right. only really just the head on this on this metal skeleton. Yeah, yeah. So, you get the, a... so you get the feel of a human-sized thing going at you. <clears throat> Yeah, and I it's surprised I'm actually surprised that they didn't that they didn't make their Indiegogo um goal. I I would have I would have thought um except for Indiegogo's not anonymous, is it? If if you give money on this thing, can you get well I mean it's not and, and you expect to receive something, you can't do it anonymously, can you? Well, I guess if you're going to have it uh listed up. I don't think they listed up on the actual page on who gave what. I thought that they so did. So you could ask to be a dominant. I think that you can. can ask not to have it listed publicly. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So let me let me ask a question, and then I want you to go look at the look at the faces of the the different possible faces of the doll. Do I have to again? Yeah, you have to. <laughs> so I'm going to ask the important question here: Is does this sex android have a shellfish allergy? <laughs> <laughs> the other problem is that this, the the teeth that it's got look, looks like a a young child. It doesn't have a full set of teeth. There's only enough teeth on to like from the front to make it look like it has some. It looks like it like it like they haven't all grown in yet. So 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 that's a little disturbing. Yeah, it is disturbing. You know, at the same time, it's it's an interesting idea. Um, and you know, guys. Chase your dreams. I I don't. Okay, here's the thing: is that I don't, I don't, I don't dislike the idea. I don't just like what it does. What I, but I'm not overly impressed with the execution in this at, at this yeah, time. But it's on the other hand, as far as the execution goes, this is one of the more advanced advanced concepts we've seen. That is true. So and- yeah, I I put I put up um on our Facebook I put up a um a, a, a sex robot. Um, that that somebody's working on, and the face on that one is is much better. You know, I, I yeah. guess they're trying to make things on the cheap. So right, they they're probably trying to be make better. It affordable. Not trying not to really make a face at all, just like make like a uh, featureless mannequin head type of deal. Mm, I don't think that would have been great either. I think I think it's just that the this was the start of it, and they had to have a face for it. So they did the faces as good as they could at the time. So maybe they, I maybe we can agree that they might have rushed this. That maybe they t- should have taken a little more time. Well, you're saying there's another one out there that is better executed. Uh, yes, I think I it hope is. So. It, it, but it doesn't. Saying, it doesn't have this is, function. What you're saying is, begun the sex robot war has. Uh, yes, I am. Yes. 
Yeah, oh, I what I'm, what I'm saying is that this is that. not my future robot overlord. That's what I'm saying. Oh, want me to make you one? Well, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's I, thinking about it now. <laughs> I, I am thinking about it. What, what, I mean, what, what, yeah, let's see what your skills can come up with. I'm game. <laughs> you know, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the, the skeleton here and the clothes they put on it, and I'm thinking there's not really any way you can get this in a garter belt and stocking. <laughs> no, no. no, it's it's not a sex doll for sure, right? It has one function to you know. Jerk them off. Wait, it has it was it has one one intended function. Well, one okay. actual function. <laughs> one intended function, right? I mean, the other function is that unfortunately the execution is, is creeping me out. Just just turn off the light. Turn off the light. I don't. I hope they keep going and make it better. Is well, what no. I'm hoping. Yeah. No, no. You do not want the light off. <laughs> You're not going to be in a room with that and the light off. Right, and then and then that's when the well, eyes start like to the glow. Chimbles. Yep. Don't turn off the light. <laughs> I don't want to be in the dark tonight. Uh, I don't know. This this guy. I mean, this is one of those ones that lots of people responded to on on Facebook. I mean, it was just a, we got a lot of. It was it was just disturbing enough that it was like people people were shocked enough by it, like oh my god, and nobody was like, well, you shouldn't do that. Nobody should do this. No, it's like no, this this execution just didn't work. They'll just have to make it better. I hope so. I'm. I, I'm not. I, I would. I would hate to discourage them because I. I don't dislike the idea. I think that. I think that certainly somebody nope. would buy See, it. Here is. Here's my thought. I want them to make seventy two of them. <laughs> uh, hear me out. Okay. Hear I'm, me out. Okay. I want them to make seventy two of them. I think we can get the government to pay for this. <laughs> I think they need to be seventy two of them. The made. Mexican government. <laughs> what are you? Right, right after they build the wall. Yep. Okay. Are you but, are you trying to get ahead. it to set up for you know kidney? I I say we drop them on ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> Here are your seventy two virgins. <laughs> ah yes. <laughs> now that that my friends is terrorism. I I, I know, <laughs> but the, but the Facebook conversation about this was good. I I just thought somebody was like it, it's like it's the beginning of an indie horror flick, and I'm thinking what would that be? You know, uh the the uh. Um, porn version of the of the Blair Witch Project? Nope. I already know what the uh, I know what the what the title of the movie would be. Okay, what's the title? Horror games. Horror. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to play a game? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, I don't. No. no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ladies, when you're doing laundry, if you're grouchy about it. Are you doing laundry in the love of God? Because when you do laundry in the love of God, you can get a harvest. Let's talk about what the respectable Jim Baker has to say. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait, wait, hold on a minute. There's a respectable Jim Baker. <laughs> <laughs> so Jim <sighs> Baker, mass- what the the uh, the Manchester victims literally. Yeah, so- uh, for for those of you who aren't keeping up on the news, this was what about two weeks ago when yeah, the um, R- Manchester yeah. explosion happened. Basically, um, in Manchester, England, there was a concert going on and a bomb went off, and tragically, a lot of people, a lot of children, lost their lives to it. Uh, Twenty-two people were killed, uh, more than a dozen injured. It was a, you know a pretty sad, traumatic thing. Um, Regretfully, like we always see with anything like this, the idiots come out of the woodwork and say the dumbest, dumbest, dumbest thing. Sorry, jackass 
of the week is Jim Baker, who on the show, I, uh, his um, what's his show called? Say who cares? doesn't matter. Screw that. I, I don't give a fuck. Doesn't about matter what show's called. Um, made the comment that the people were attending a um, concert tour called Dangerous Woman Tour. What did they expect would happen? Okay, so wait a minute. By that logic, has he uh, made himself subject to terrorist attacks by fucking Jessica Hahn? <laughs> oh, wait. Sorry. God forgave him for that. Yeah, so but, the the idea that these people brought this on themselves is fucking retarded, number yes. one. And, and it's all because of the name of... I'm sorry. What the fuck's wrong with Dangerous Woman Tour? That's kind of... But I think in his eyes, it's embracing feminism. Well, yeah. And, and so you can't mock God. Dare, yeah. Don't oh be deceived. God. God is not mocked. What does that mean? Yeah, God it, is not mocked. Uh, I mock him I, all the time. I, yeah. But no, this is one of those things. It, it's one of the worst I've ever seen. I mean, we've heard victim blame before saying, you know, the hurricanes came because of the gays. Um, you're, you're, you have famine because you guys weren't upholding the proper blah, blah, blah. But this one's saying these kids who went to a concert to enjoy the music and they couldn't care less about the title of the fucking concert. Um, deserve, sort of expected to be bombed to um, death just because they enjoyed the music of a woman who's celebrating her femininity. Did you read the full quote? We should read the full quote down here. Um, um, it says, what was the name of the concert? Dangerous Woman Concert? If we could, t- we, uh, if we could tell you what we know, and we don't have time today, but we're going to talk about some of the things. Uh, they literally invited these kinds of things to happen they almost cursed themselves with this concert. I tell you what, God's not going to put up with this mockery. Uh, be not deceived. God is not mocked. Okay, hold on a second. Is he now using Trump-style rhetoric? Well, I mean, he... It, wait that's... a minute. Hold on. Listen oh, to me. Oh. If I could tell you what we know, and we don't have time today, but we're going to talk about <laughs> some of these things. They literally invited these kind of things to happen. That's like a, that's like a Trumpism there. Okay, but remember that the other part of this video is him saying how we're not respecting Trump. That oh no, no president has been has, yeah. has been disrespected. Really, do you remember uh-huh. that, how the right yeah. disrespected Even Obama? That's ripped out. Well, here's the thing: is that this uh, this idea that we're did that uh, Trump should be respected is total fucking bullshit. People, yeah. you do not get respect just because you are the president. You get respect because of actions and and, and yep. the things that you say, and be th- the things that he's saying his actions make him not get respect. Exactly. Uh, but, yeah. And it's so weird that these are the jumping on the Trump bandwagon like crazy. It is against God to not like Trump is one of the things that well, a message we keep hearing. It's like, where the hell is this coming from? What, what do you even think Trump cares about God? He's using you guys. And it, it, Trump is the ultimate in playing the victim. And oh, yeah. looking at this kind of thing, it's rubbing off. It's like, oh, Trump gets to play the victim. We get to play the victim also. And the victims aren't the victims in this case. The victims are actually guilty. We're the ones who are traumatized by the fact that they named a concert tour um, Dangerous Woman Tour. You're, you're, that it's, is, just, it's just one con man boosting another con man. Here's the thing. Yeah. That you're getting this backwards because they're not learning this stuff from Trump. Trump is learning it from them because they were already the, the most oh, profound no. victim, you know, um, you know. But Trump Martyrs. is allowing them to be more loud and obnoxious about it. I don't, I don't know about that. They Trump already get- loud and obnoxious. They just like, I mean, he might be giving them a slightly bigger platform, but they, but they were already yeah. saying this kind of shit. Do you think that Pat oh, yeah. Robertson is, 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 you know, has a bigger I, platform yeah. because of Trump? I don't think so. Jim Baker does not have a bigger platform because of Trump. I, I don't buy well, that at all. Well, 
But I think it's all you part know, of the same problem. They, they, they embrace I, Trump because Trump is so much like them. Well, and sure. The exact same That's their guy. Yeah. So they don't like the Pope anymore, apparently. <laughs> oh, no, because... No, be, no, no, no. no the, this this the fake Pope, Pope, Pope has already said he does. Yeah, yeah. Th- this is a fake Pope, so I, I wouldn't worry about it. Oh. Yeah, because th- yeah. this Pope actually believes in human dignity and stuff and wants to, you know, make everyone feel good about themselves and wants to elevate them to... Uh, you know, you guys are important. Even if you don't agree with me, you're you're still good people. I mean, I he's mean, still awful. Message. I mean, the, this this pope yeah. is still awful. I mean, he's just not as awful as the last one. <laughs> Let's not kid ourselves. You know, it it's it's like uh, it's like Baker and Robertson are trying to trying to start a Nuevo Westboro church. Here, I don't. Here's the thing: is that I don't I don't think that they're gaining more viewership than they've had in the past. I mean, I would like to see the numbers, no, but I don't they're just, think... No, they're, well, just, they're just solidifying. They're just trying to solidify their hold. Well, the yeah. The problem is that I, they're solidifying their hold on people who are in the very twilight of their lives. Well, no, it's more... The, actually, um, I, I don't know if you guys remember, I know we talked about that idiot a while back, Coach Dave, whatever, he, he's the one that led the Target protests over the same-sex bathrooms. He does a... Um, uh, internet little show called Pass the Salt, and I actually started watching that for a bit. Um, and I've also heard this elsewhere. Right now, I think that there's a lot of really strong Christians who are scared because the numbers are dropping. Well, yeah. And the only way they can figure to try and get those numbers up is by being total assholes and saying you have to. Because this is actually Dave, um, Coach Dave's uh, whole deal is saying we have to be um, uh, warriors for Christ. We have to be in there. We have to be telling them how badly the sinners they are because we have to win over um, the, the true Christians by getting them to understand that they've been wimpy, that the whole idea of this whole love and um, peace thing and you know, being nice to each other is bullshit, and we have to get in there and teach them to be aggressive, to be forceful. because we And it's, it's a recruiting thing. If you listen to any of these messages, in the end, they think this is the way to win people over their side in the end. Um, so do the opposite of what Jesus would do. Right. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. It, but okay. it's a message you can kind of see here. Like I said, if, if, if watch any any of Path of Thought, if you want to hear some of the most biggest loads of bullshit, um, his continuous message in any of those is the aggressiveness. I've, had, I've heard a few other people who are talking about how the churches know that the numbers are dropping, and they're trying to figure out aggressive ways to – get people back in the church. No, I, I agree. So they're a way yeah. that's pretty much guaranteed not to work. Well, but here's the thing is that they, what, they, what they're trying to do is, sol- is, is solidify the villains that they have. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree. I don't think that this is going to make them gain popularity. And, and, no. and so they're kind of, I would agree, going about things the wrong way. Um, but yeah, I think that fundamentalist numbers have continued to shrink. I mean, as, as ge- in general, I mean, we're seeing people more and more say that they're non-religious. Twenty-five percent. I think it's up to twenty-five percent. That doesn't mean that they're atheists. It just means that that, that religion doesn't. You know, they consider themselves non-religious. And you know, it exactly really flies the... them. You know, it really flies them into a into a ridge, though. People who say they're spiritual but not religious. What, which which what oh, does that mean? That's... Huh? What does that mean? What I mean, does what it's, mean? It, it's nonsense. I mean, spiritual but not religious. I I don't know what that means. That, so that means that they don't belong to an organized religion, but they have spiritual beliefs. What's, okay. uh, what's so hard to believe about that? Well, I mean, what what does that mean? What what is what does spiritual mean? <laughs> I mean, that's the problem. What is spiritual well, that, mean? Okay, it can mean whatever you want it to. Well, mean. but there you go. That's the, part of the problem, yeah. right? But, yeah, but, but you have some sort of belief in 
but, yeah, but it all comes down to it. It's thing going but, on. Yeah. When it all comes down to it, it's not about it's not about numbers in the churches. It's about money coming in. Well, that's that's the that's exactly that, that's it. another yeah. thing I've heard with the churches right now is the money coming mm. in. I, I've actually heard some stuff on that that got me thinking. Okay, where's your priorities in all this? Because really, if you look at the the Bible and you look at all that, uh, the churches should never be mega churches. Jesus never preached in a church. He preached preached outside. Um, the churches were in his day. Um, where the men went on Sundays to get the spiritual guidance to bring back to their homes. If you were the man of the house, that's, you were the one that went to the um, synagogue or whatever it was called, because you know Jesus was Jewish. And he would go every, uh, not every Sunday, I'm sorry, every Saturday, because Saturday was Sabbath. He would go there, he would get his spiritual stuff, and uh, the idea was he'd bring it back to the family. The idea of a family going to church is not in the Bible at all. That wasn't anything anyone would um, consi- consider rational. Jesus preached wherever he could get an audience, and he didn't charge money for it. He did it freely. He did it, and he moved on. It was not about building a big church. It was not about um, worrying about the numbers. It was about getting what he believed was an important word out, and that that doesn't even seem part of it to any of these people. They're, they're worried about the numbers. They're worried about getting the money to build them, to get their church bigger and all this other stuff, and it's like that's nothing at all what you'll find in the Bible. Well, I mean, well, we, I think I think this is uh, a lot uh, too about that culture of um, uh, authoritarianism that we talked about before, about uh, especially about the manliness part of that. That uh, you need to be tough, you need to uh, uh, show strength at all times. The whole thing, and that's why uh, recently that that whole thing about um, people calling other like people on uh, the far right using the word "cuck" a lot. Right. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, you're you're not tough enough, so you're you're not a you're not a man. You're not somebody we should give respect to. And it, yeah, this is like right. the 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 big scream of that whole um, mentality. Uh, just you know, it, it's <clears throat> try trying the only thing it knows how to do, and it's failing. Ruling over people is yeah not easy. Well, guys. and so and and the, and but here's the thing that in the past using fear has been a good motivator. The problem is. It doesn't work as well as it used to at this scale, right? I mean, it's still, it's, I mean, it still works to, to, to an extent, right? We still see our politicians using it effectively, but the churches aren't use, able to use it as effectively because people aren't scared of God the way that they used to be. I mean, he just, because he's never shown himself, it's, it's, get, it's get to a point where it's like, well, what the fuck are we really scared of? And I think that's part of it. I mean, I, 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 can't, I can't imagine anybody being scared of God still. Um, Some people are, but yeah, I mean, but I don't think that I don't think that it's as scary as it used to be. I don't think no. that it works. I don't think that that it works. Um, that that fear tactic works as good as it used to. But that's the tactic that he's using here. God will not be mocked. God, yeah. he's saying. I mean, but here's the thing: is that this was terrorism, right? And and not only that, he they attacked young young people. You know, these were people mm-hmm. in their twenties that they attacked. So this this particular terrorist attack, they 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 were they were striking at young people. That's the only reason to go at this concert well, in the first place. And the what they're trying to do is. What the uh, baker and his ilk are trying to do is put fear into young people, so young people come to church. Right, but I'm but I'm talking about the the terrorist attack at the Ari- no, I'm Ariana Grande concert. Right, right. Well, okay, <laughs> they they would like to do the same thing, right? But here's the things that what how does how does that how does that get how does that work for the terrorists to attract young people? 
I mean, I guess I miss. I guess I miss what what their what their expected outcome was too. It was just an attack. I don't think yeah. it was specifically against the young people. It was just well, but hey, why not? Why if you're going to, if you're going to? I mean, I you're, that, know, this is to say they didn't know what the ex- concert expected was. Outcome. But here's the thing: is that well, then so they they just chose a concert, any concert. They chose. They charge. They chose a large group. That's it. You think that's all that it was? You don't think that the people I, that, that made I this attack had that, some idea? I mean, I. I I kind of look at I kind of look at terrorism as a singularly failed activity. I, I don't know. I think that I think you know, that it could, it more... could just be that they were lashing out against what they perceive as decadent Western culture. Maybe, but here's the thing: is that I don't know if if I was going to if I was going to do terrorism, I would think that I would do it smarter than this. <laughs> I think that I would I think if, I would think about my targets a little bit. I would I would think about them a little bit more. I don't know. I I just I I just I I I find it difficult to believe that that they hadn't really thought about their target. Well, I, I think they thought about it in regards to it shouldn't have a crowd. Yeah, I mean, if sure that's that their terrorists, main concern. I'm not sure that terrorists are uh, are all that um, calculating. Yeah, uh, they they look for places where they know there'll be a big crowd, and that's the main thing they worry about. I know. It just seems like attacking young people like this is is is, a, is likely to backfire on you. So maybe you're right. Maybe they didn't think about who their who their target was. But man, it seems like a, a dumb way to do it. Yeah. But I mean, well, you're not a terrorist because you were intelligent. Well, I. But here's the thing: is that I think when we say that, we underestimate the terrorists, and and, and I do think that they're intelligent. That's why I mean, I think that we're we're we yeah, can't I'm underestimate being, I'm them. Being flipped. Yeah, I, I'm being flipped, and, and that's fine. And, and I every, can appreciate every that. Every terrorist attack that has taken place has done one thing, which is it has galvanize people against terrorists right it hasn't yeah it hasn't really it hasn't worked for their message caused any terror but here's the thing it's is it caused gets, us to be more yeah, wary of it does it, it does make the news though and that's and i think that i'd like to see them stop covering these things i really think that that the best way to the best way to deal with it is to is to is to not make but news the, out of it then the right wing who wants to keep the paranoia alive is going to be claiming the news is Siding with the terrorists and keeping it all hidden because they don't want people to know what's really going on. So what's the answer then? How, how do you how do you deal with these things? I mean, because you it... buy seventy two sex robots <laughs> and you drop them, <laughs> and that is a true terrorist act. Uh... I, I said this. You recorded it. I, it's... God damn it, Brian! Weren't you listening? <laughs> I come up with these solutions. Uh, I don't know. But we, but we have so we have a terrorist attack where where they did the same exact thing that Jim Baker is trying to do later. He's using it in a different way, and he makes it sound like it's you know it, the Christian God. It's God in general that won't be mocked, right? So so was it was it the Christian so, God or was it the or you know I mean which God was it that that did the terrorist attack? Wait a minute, are you saying that Jim Baker is in league with the terrorists? Yes. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying it here. You've heard it here first. He's definitely right. trying to use what their actions to empower him. Yeah, I mean, but they're using so both sides are using the same exact tactic, just like in slightly different ways. I mean, they're propagating fear. I mean, they're using well, they're using it. <laughs> both religions come from the same roots in the same location. Yeah, religion in general comes from the same roots. Fear is Control. used in an awful lot of things. I mean, yeah. advertising. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I mean, we we saw it with our presidential elections. I mean, but you know who else used the fear like that? The Sith, and we don't like the Sith. Mm, no, don't like the Sith. Except Ian. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ian's part Sith. They, they, they have some of the cooler um, costumes. I'll give them that. 
<laughs> All right, let's move on to Wasp's Nest Up the Hoo-Ha. <laughs> I want to do something else. <laughs> uh, so we're skipping your one here? Yeah, yeah, we're, let's skip it. If we have time, we can come back to that, but yours is better. <laughs> okay, so um, yeah, these uh, things are... Well, first of all, I guess we should let's start tell with, people what they are. Yeah, because yeah, uh, what we just t- tried, t- actually tell me is, what it's going to give everyone a certain picture that's not actually accurate. And then, and then, no, <laughs> yeah, let's not uh, let's not be terrorists. And then you're going to have to explain to me how how you did not find this on Gwyneth Paltrow's Goop site. I mean that. So you're going to have to explain how she didn't catch on to this. <laughs> so um, the, even she won't do. <laughs> this is basically um, something that uh, people make with what's called an oak gall. Which is what forms when the gall wasps lay um, when the gall wasps lay larvae in oak trees. They are then taken off or fall from trees and mixed with different things like sandalwood or nutmeg to make different medicinal pastes for reducing mouse ulcers uh, and to clean wounds and stuff like that. So um, basically, uh, these concoctions, which were made with parts of uh, wasp nests, um, you know, crushed, boiled, and stuff. Uh, and uh, they're being sold on places like Etsy, the uh, craft, homemade craft. Uh, so basically, th- this is my homemade vagina paste. Please buy it from me. <laughs> uh, and that's I, going on Regretsy, certainly. On <laughs> Regretsy. Yeah, Regretsy yes, is a site. It, Regretsy is a site that is full of the things that people should not have put on Etsy. <laughs> So it's definitely a headline that kind of gets you and you picture a completely different thing than what's really going on. Mm-hmm. So no, it's it's not taking like actual active wasp nests and putting them up there, which is the first thing I thought of when I um, saw the headline. Right, but it's right up there with vagina but, steaming. Yeah, yeah. It, I, still, Gwyneth it, Paltrow would do this. <laughs> yeah, I have to say, I have she, to say, she, anybody yeah, selling told- anybody selling this paste on Etsy has definitely got a lot of gall. Oh. <laughs> If somebody told Gwyneth Paltrow that sticking a live wasp nest up her hoo-ha would uh, help in some way, she would do it, I'll bet. Well, okay, so they use it for the, one you, of the you things— You know who would tell her that? Sting. Uh, Sting. <laughs> <laughs> It'd get a real buzz. <laughs> <laughs> so, You're not supposed to encourage him. What, the, what this is being used for is to, one, of, one of the things— so a couple of different things, um, tightening the vagina, right? So— um, and then they, and then it also says um, to remove smell, smells from the vagina, particularly after childbirth. So I guess the kind of the idea is here is that if your vagina's gotten too big, you stick this thing up your hoo ha to <laughs> suck it up, make it tight yeah, again. After childbirth, when you you know you might have ripped down there and have all, you know some sensitivity and stuff, that's the perfect time to start putting strange stuff up there that might cause all sorts well, of infections. Well, and of course so. the implication that the vagina is unclean, right? To, yeah. to remove smells, and, and you know, of course the, they ask the doctor, and he's like, uh, <coughs> "No, you should not do this." And the, Actually, the, it was she. Oh, she. Was, oh, she. I apologize. Yeah. Don't put don't um, put dried up wasp nest in your vagina. She said. <laughs> by, the, by the way, don't put. Anything in there that is not supposed to be in there. <laughs> right. So we have a list of things that can go in there. Just head on over to our Facebook page. Wait, wait. Exactly. Are, fidget, are fidget spinners on the list? Uh, no, they're not. Holy mackerel. How, how is that not in here? <laughs> I got it for the anal side. You were supposed to look for the other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Since you brought it up, 
guy, the, the uh, guy. Well, puts since it. you're since you're on the anal side, <laughs> yeah. Since I'm that, on the that, anal side, you have light bulbs on that list. <laughs> oh boy. You know, yep. The X-ray Let's just looks bed. like. Yeah, the X-ray just looks like his colon's got a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the, the, that was the okay. So that that fidget spinner was has was kind of three pronged, right? If they, if provided that was the one in the picture was the same one he put up his butt. <laughs> have three prongs. <laughs> you know what was even funnier? Last night my roommate came home, or was it the night before? Anyway, after I had posted that on the on the site, my roommate came home and showed me one. And spun it around his finger and said, "You know what this is? <laughs> it's something you should not <laughs> put in your ass." All too well, all too well. Um, are they are they labeling those now not for rectal use? Yeah. So my comment on that was from Scrubs. Wait, Remember the ass wait, box? Wait, one more thing. Oh. I gotta say one more thing. Mad cat <laughs> yeah. wrecked him. Damn near killed him. <laughs> Damn near. Got yes. him in the <laughs> so in, in Scrubs had 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 a scene where they were talking about the ass box and they were talking about all the stuff that they had that they that they yeah. pulled out of everybody's you know asses and, and they were put in this box and and uh, <laughs> one of the judges was like is that oh, right next to the lost and found? Uh, there's no lost and found box. There's an ass box. There's no lost and found. <laughs> <laughs> and so the scene is people going, uh, yeah, I slipped, I fell, I you know, and then the last guy goes, I was bored. and i think that the fidget spinners got to go into the category of i was bored (laughs) wanted to see what it would do ah okay but more disturbing exactly we have what a but (laughs) Ah, but more disturbing i don't know did we say enough about wasps and the hoo-ha i think we did i think that uh you either can say too much or too little about that (laughs) we probably said the right amount probably said the right amount Honor student Don't banned from it. graduation because of shirt. Uh, right. Yeah. So yeah. Scandalous. Just we we talk we talk about this kind of thing a lot, and this was yeah. just a new article I found that uh, about uh, and uh, you can see the picture of the shirt on um, uh, on the in the article. It seems like a pretty uh, tame shirt. I mean, it, it's showing her collarbones and part of her shoulders. Well, um, you know, you get, you can't really blame the principal if he can't help but picture that shirt crumpled up on his bedroom floor. <laughs> well, I think it. No, I think the no, vice I principal was it, Yeah, uh, was it the principal or vice principal that had it out for? Probably the vice principal because this is a vice. Oh. Uh, no, I, th- I think it was the. <laughs> it, it, was it was our principal. The principal. Okay, the principal. Yeah. Yes. And was but it anyway, a, the principal like, came up to her, came up to her and he objected to her shirt and. Uh, uh, said that she should put on a jacket, and she's like, and she she was like taken aback, but she agreed. She put on the jacket, and uh, then, then there then... there was a bunch of <coughs> there was a bunch of stuff happened involving uh, he he wanted to go further and make her like change completely or something. I'm not sure exactly. The and there was uh, some trouble getting hold of her parents. What uh, what he uh, said specifically. Dumbass, what he said specifically was, I, I think we need to have you change clothes completely in this room right over here with the camera. <laughs> so it know, says, One of the things the article talks about is how her and the principal have actually apparently had issues in the past. Yeah. Any time anything was supposed to happen, he was supposed to call the mother first. And they couldn't reach the mother this time. And the, what that says, to me, that says a lot about the principal and, you know, 
if he's not almost targeting her kind of thing. Where so I mean, sounds, it seems like it. Yeah. So it says later during school assembly, the principal came up um, with the school security guard and asked everyone to leave except Summer. Uh, the security guard was five feet away from me, had uh, his hand on his stun gun. Summer said, uh, "Summer stun gun." Somerset. It just says his gun. Oh, so yeah. I, I added stun gun because fuck, why does he have a gun in the first place? Okay, his gun. Uh, the principal said, "I'm going to give you an ultimatum. Uh, you have, uh, we have tried to call your mother. You either come with me uh, to come with me to the control room." What the fuck is that? Uh, to change your shirt or we will arrest you. Uh, right before the security guard uh, could handcuff the high school senior, Summer's mother called. What now the Now, that seems fuck? a little strange. How does a high school security guard have the authority to arrest somebody? Yeah, there's some messed up stuff within this whole yeah, thing. I mean, the, the, yeah, I mean, yeah. There's a, a lot, lot of questions here. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. So it's yeah, really, you know, have... we don't know the full story, but there's a lot and, of sounds like principles out together. And her. why does he have to change? Why does she have to change her shirt if she covered up like she was asked yeah. to, and she's wearing a jacket? He's got he's got no recourse at that point. This is fucking bullshit. She was probably wearing a shoulderless jacket. And, oh, and here's <laughs> the thing: that... not, okay, she has a four point four GPA. Yeah. Um. So it sounds like she's an excellent student, but they expel her for ten days for insubordination. And they won't let her walk across the stage for graduation. Well, but and so she's liable to lose. Her, she could lose her scholarships because of this yeah. shit. And here's the thing: is that number one, that shirt is not a problem. No, number one, what, why that? Why that violates the fucking dress code? That's the problem with these dress codes. These dress codes are unfair, and they allow principals like this to target individuals that they already have problems with. And I right? Said, what is this telling people? I mean, she worked her ass off. It sounds like to get four point four. Hell, that's impressive. And here she is being told, well, it doesn't matter how much work you do because I have an issue with you and the way you're dressing right now. I'm going to screw your life over. Yeah, exactly. And so I, the, yeah, I, the, I suspect that the problem with the principal and this young lady is that uh, she seems like she might be uppity. Oh. <laughs> we are talking this is in North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so there – I mean, but here's the problem. The, these dress well, obviously codes she, – Obviously, she's clashed with him in the past and she's right. unwilling to just – demurely uh you yep. know up and go along with everything that he expects of her so right and killer uh, when something. you when you have somebody in the place of authority and they're abusing it and this is abuse i mean to to, yeah. to call her out for a dress code violation for that shirt in the first place is fucking ridiculous there is there is nothing overtly sexual about that shirt agreed agreed unless the person's a pervert well, yeah, that, that's the common problem we've been seeing with a lot of these articles. You know, it, it's not the kids' problem; it's the adults that haven't uh, are uncomfortable about the existence of yeah, uh, uh, these budding teenagers might have some sex appeal. If you can't handle that and say, okay, um, you know, it exists, then you are the problem. It, it, I, I, I don't deny that. Looking, I'm like, okay, yeah, they're attracting, they're sexy, uh, but it's a different <clears> thing for me to say, oh, that's ruining my life and messing me up. What I do is like, okay, I don't, you know, I'm not going to flirt with them. I'm not going to try and date them. I'm not going to go after them because they're underage and that's inappropriate. But to you know, that's go and make that's it exact, like, that's exactly my point of view too. And I've had arguments with people online because um, I've been was talking to some people and uh, I mentioned the point. Well, teenagers are sexy. Um, they 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 are sexually attractive. And I thought I was called a pedophile for that. That, that is, is the, like, the, the pedophile is when you act upon it. Not when you think it. Well, also, pedophile, pedophile is technically if you're if you're attracted to prepubescent children, 
which is something completely different there. I mean, finding but, but, teenagers sexually attractive, that's like vanilla. That's like you, you found teenagers <coughs> sexually attractive when you were a teenager. Why would you change your mind about that? Well, yeah. and they look like, I mean, sometimes you can't tell them from an adult. I mean, they, they look right. like adults. I mean, it, but what's me, more that, that, that comes down to being a responsible adult and saying, I, I will know before I um, you know, try and do anything with them. Right. Let me ask the dangerous question here. Haven't every one of the young ladies that we've done on the show, haven't they all been dark of hair and darkish of skin? No. Not everyone? Uh, and, I, and this girl is white. Um, she doesn't have dark skin, but she does have dark hair. She does hair. have dark hair, though. Um, but no, we covered and a blonde I, I girl. I do not believe that she is... Uh, you think it's a? Do you think there's a racial component she, here? Well, I, I think there may be racism here. I don't know. She but looks white I, I think that she may be mixed race, just simply. But by no, I would say no. Features and features and the the tag that she goes by on Twitter. If okay. she is, that was know. not brought up. That was not mentioned in the article. Yeah, I, I don't know, but no, the, I I think that I think that uh, we have seen plenty of blonde-haired white girls that have this problem as well. Yep. Mm. And mm. That, that's the thing. We're, we're, they're being punished because they have adult bodies. Yeah, and that's messed yeah. up. If if you can't handle the fact that a girl who you legally can't go after has an adult body, you have a problem. I can handle it because I say, okay, they're attractive and all. Guess what? I'm not going to do anything because it's inappropriate. Right. That's yeah, but being Ian, adults. Yeah. Ian, with that kind of bullshit Look, attitude touch. you have, with that kind of bullshit attitude you have, these girls are going to grow up with self esteem, and that is going to make <laughs> them a problem. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to be Did able to. I mean, down and told what to do anymore. The other thing is clearly this girl has breasts, and we have yeah. we have seen other other times where they've invoked dress codes on people because they didn't feel that they were wearing the right clothes for their body. It's like, yeah. are you fucking kidding me? This this shit has been done to my daughter. Oh really? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So yeah. So there we go. Another incident uh, of foul play by a principal. No, we're gonna move on to real foul play now. Uh yeah. Go ahead. All right. So um, I found this little thing about uh, – I'll get out of my – that's the wrong thing anyway. Uh, do parrots understand what they say? And about captive parrots escaping into the wild and teaching wild parrots to speak English. Right. So mimicry. basically this is, in, this is happening in Australia, and you've got birds escaping from captivity, uh, parrots and cockatoos that have been teaching their wild wild bird counterparts a bit of – English language or whatever language was spoken in the house that they lived in. Um, they they join with the wild birds who start picking up the new words and sounds. And well, we were I discuss- want to welcome our new avian overlord. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the crow's dumbass. <laughs> Wait, do you see my new sex doll? According to the report, report "Hello, cocky" is one of the most commonly heard phrases. Oh, <laughs> cocky! <laughs> but uh, we were discussing whether what this brought up uh, what what co- this caused discussion about was whether whether parrots actually understand what they're saying whether they're just mimicking or whether they actually understand language and context so we know from alex that that they can be taught certain things to identify certain things but but even alex did not have human language right he knew uh, he could associate a couple words with it with a couple of things and he could definitely identify those things but to say he had language would be would be inappropriate i don't know if it would be inappropriate it would be um it depends watched... on how broad or narrow your definition of language is okay yeah I and mean, if you have something that mimics human speech but doesn't understand the context it could be a parrot or it could be one of your children 
I'm making a point. I am making a point. When you first when you first start teaching your kids words, they don't have a context. They're just mimicking. Right, but but essentially, I mean, that's true at first. They they, they just start and they start, you know, mommy and daddy a lot because you're saying mommy and daddy around them a lot. But at some point, they start to they they start to get the idea that they can use those words in different contexts. And that's what I don't think has been demonstrated with any parrot that they've taken that they can take those words and use them in new contexts. I've seen it with my own parrot, but you know, I understand why you're skeptical. It hasn't been demonstrated. Yeah. It's been demonstrated to me. No, but yeah, but that's part but right, but simple Hans is part of the up. problem. I mean, you I can't don't get him to do it on command. Well, but th- that's not language. Wait. Just because you can't get someone so No, not be no, no, no. Here no, not not necessarily on command, right? But I mean, we're, we're talking about I mean, language is an extremely complex thing. Sure. Right, and and I and I would say, I mean, birds. No, no. Birds language ha- is not a complex thing. Yes, it is. Language is a language is a social contract that certain sounds mean certain things. It's, it's no, 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 no. That's much more than that. I mean, it's, it's, it's an it's, agreement. It's nothing but it's nothing but an agreement among a group of people that certain sounds mean certain things. I think a linguist would disagree sounds, with you. It's a lot of sounds, but it's still just. An agreement that certain sounds mean certain things. If you say she to a person in Japan, it means something totally different to than it does if you say she to somebody in an English speaking country. Right, but that 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 that's that's reflecting the sound piece of it, but not the language piece of it. Okay. So tell me where I'm incorrect. Because oh, because language is, language has a, has a construct that that and that I mean that has evolved over time that we that we use. I mean it, to say that it's just sounds I think is wrong. It, it, it because there's a whole lot of context that goes with with those words and those sounds that we've put together. I yeah. mean it's not as simple as just sounds. We, we we I mean we've we've taken like each each letter has its own sound and then those are put together in different structures. I mean language has a structure. It's not just sounds um in that case uh there <clears throat> they have found that different birds and different uh monkeys have used different sounds for different contexts uh one sound might mean uh there's a leopard yeah, another absolutely. sound might yeah, yeah. mean here or there or eating joey you know certainly that they have they have the, a, a language, right, amongst themselves. Yeah. I mean, and but in different, and we and we know that different, you know, different groups have have slightly different um, sounds and stuff. But, but even the definition language is a method of human communication, either spoken or written. Um, and who wrote that definition? The people the who came up with the language, the Bible. <laughs> a parrot. A parrot. A, a, a human wrote it. A filthy, um, stinking human wrote it. Consistent. That is consistent. Uh, con- that is speciesist, and I'm disgusted. Consistent, <laughs> consisting of the use of words in a structure in a uh, conventional way. So it's not just the sounds. It's it's yeah, much more than that. We have sign language, which is a language. Which is a language, Those absolutely. To it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that is a language. And, and we know that there are certain... Uh, parts of the brain are language centers that that develop, and we know that from kids that are deaf and not taught sign language, we can see a deficit in the brain in those language centers. So, uh, so we know that if somebody can't uh, can't speak or can't hear, that teaching with sign language is incredibly important to develop those language centers. Um, so it's it's much more than just sound. 
Okay. It is. But, but it's also me, a system of communication used by a particular community or country. Sure. But but the, but then but what these people are claiming and what Mac is claiming is that birds can can use human language. And that's I where I have the problem. I'm I'm claiming that birds can use human language to about the level of a toddler. Boy, I think that that, that is a hell of a claim. I don't think so. Well, but prove it. I, I'm going to say this. I think that the birds that escape into the wild and teach human language to birds that are wild, I don't believe the birds that are wild are actually learning human language. I believe that they are learning sounds, that, but they don't have any context for them. Right, but clearly those birds are going into those communities and changing the, the sounds in them, right? Because they're adding the, the, they're the sounds, adding them. I mean, they're adding they, them. The sounds that they're giving them have no context. Right, and and I think they're I think for most of the time, most birds there there is no context to the words that they're saying. Alex was an exception. No, Alex was an exception because of the way he was raised. Well, that and that's exactly it. I mean, the, and that was a lot of training to get him to the to that rudimentary position that that he got to. What what I have done with Tango from the very beginning was I, I will tell you that Tango has never learned. A single word. No, that's not quite correct. He did learn one word I tried to teach him, but he learned it on his own schedule. I tried to teach him to call me daddy, and he picked a time like three years after I got him to finally do it when he wanted something, which was out of the cage. So, you know, I've always talked to Tango just like I would talk to talk to a human child. I would, you know, just talking, not baby talk, but just talking simply. And Tango does have words that he uses appropriately in appropriate situations. Um, that one of the examples fairly recently, he bit Sam, so she wrapped him in a shirt and asked him why he did it. And he said, because, because I so saw he. And she said, and that's not going to get you out of the shirt. <laughs> with, with, with Alex, they were able to demonstrate. And, and I, there are people to this day that, that actually question even, even that if it was simple Hans. Yeah, I, I know there are people that question that. And, and, and Simple and Hans is, is, yeah, it, I am one of them. Even with Alex, I question it, that it could have been Simple Hans. I don't think that that would, you that they were able Hans. to, Clever Hans, I, I apologize. I, because Hans videos, isn't simple. From the videos I saw of Alex and the the type of questions they put to him, I don't believe it could have been Clever Hans. But Yeah, but here's the thing is that those that. questions were, I don't think that those questions were ever put to him by somebody other than the trainer. I don't think that they had an independent person come in and, now, and, and ask him those and ask him those questions. You want and an that's what that would be required. That, you want an example of a bird that responds to cues with sounds. You look at Einstein, the African Greek. Einstein's amazing. Yeah, but he just he yeah. only does is respond to cues. Yep, absolutely. Yep. And so and so how so how do you look at Alex and how do you and how do you justify that they that they eliminated any chance of clever Hans because they would change. Cued. They would change the configuration of objects as they were showing him, and he would correctly get the numbers or the shapes, whatever they asked him. And I, and so I he say could, that he could count. You know, they they would ask him things like how many how many green objects are on the plate, and he would count that. But wasn't it always his trainers? It was always his trainers. I'm sorry, and that's sure, yeah. the problem. That's that's the problem that he could still be be getting cues from the trainers. Yeah. Just because you but don't I'm, know you're you getting also, cues doesn't you know mean you're that not. The nature of birds is that they tend to bond to one person and only react one that way for one person. Uh, all the more reason why this is su such a difficult thing to prove. Yeah, 
And if and if there is a bird that can demonstrate it, it would have been Alex. Because I don't think that the parrot that they have taken on after Alex has had the same results. Well, you know, to, to ask a bird to count um, is a little different than asking, like, a horse to count. Like, with the horse, it's doing, it's stamping its hooves. And right. then, you know, watching for um, for cues as to when to stop. And those can be easily misinterpreted. Um, there, there was a... Years back, uh, I wrote an article on it. Uh, uh, Mass Maggie appeared on Regis and Kelly and uh, did, did a, an exact clever Hans trick. And just the amount of uh, when people forgive it for making errors and stuff was pretty uh, uh, astonishing. Well, you know, people like Regis. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, or, or we're not talking about them forgiving Regis for errors. <laughs> no. Never mind. But. Um, uh, just witnessing something like that, it, it, you know, when you know about the clever Hans effect, it becomes obvious that, oh, the, it's responding about when to start and stop tapping its paw or hoof or whatever. Um, I think it's a little harder for uh, birds that actually just name a number because it's not like it, they, they can't respond to a, a cue for like 1 through 20 or whatever. And uh, they, they have to name it right off. And if they don't get it right, Right, and but, maybe you can tell them to do it again, but you got if you know record the misses and hits and yeah. see if they're right more often than not. Well, but here, I mean, here's the I mean, I, I I would I would admit you know readily that Alex appeared to have you know that that kind of rudimentary language. I mean, for, for the for the you know the several objects that they had, but we're also dealing with an animal that's much smarter than than a horse. Uh, yeah. I know horses are intelligent, but. But these birds are smarter than horse. I mean, these these birds are are are, are essentially. I mean, they they do have equivalent intelligence to to human children. So I I am not saying that this isn't possible. I'm just saying that I don't think that it has been clearly demonstrated. I don't think that the research and and even the pieces that I put up there, those people think that they that they have done it. And and I think that the I think the research is lousy. I mean, the stuff with Alex was better, but I don't think that they're. I don't think that. They're quite getting to, to the point where they can that you know that they can verify what they're saying. I just I don't buy it. It needs more study. I agree. I, I totally agree. And uh, yeah, you know I who doesn't agree clever... with you though? But you know who doesn't agree with you, Brian? Yeah, you're going to tell me Tango, but that's okay. No, well, I'm going to tell you Odin doesn't agree with you. Odin, he's over there shaking his head at you, going, "Jesus, <laughs> I talked to this guy and I talked to him. I miss he's my birds." <laughs> ah. Yeah. So, anyway, so I, it's Ryan, extremely I was interesting. About Odin. You have that bird. Oh, Odin. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking of Apollo. Anyway, yeah, Odin. Odin. No, Apollo agrees with you. <laughs> Apollo agrees with me. Of course, he does. Because <laughs> he took the cues that I gave him. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So, what else we got here? Hmm. Unless, unless you have something more to say. I mean, I, 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 I don't. I just think that we uh, disagree about where the state of the research is. I, 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 I. I am giving anecdotal evidence of my own, and I don't disagree with you that there are there's a lot more research waiting to be done. And I, you know, like I said, I think that the birds that are escaping to the wild and teaching these sounds, it's not language because they're teaching sounds that have no context. Or if it's if it's language, it's being it's language being changed into something new. Yeah, I, I would I would tend to agree. It's being yeah. used as, as something else. They're incorporating it somehow, right? But I well, think birds do a lot of chatter too. I mean, I, they certainly well, chatter to each at, other. If and... you look at the lyre bird, it can imitate anything that it hears pretty much. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. But 
you know, it doesn't know what those things are. It just knows that it hears them. It wouldn't know a car starting. It would know a car starting by sound, but it wouldn't know a car to look at it. There is all sorts of, I mean, we, we've heard stories of crows using human speech to trick dogs into following yeah. them and stuff like that. I mean, there are so many great anecdotes out there. You uh, and I have talked about some of, the, some of the shit that the Kias do. Yeah, the Kias are amazing, aren't they? So, oh, yeah. Kias, yeah, are, so Kias, are, these, Kias are frightening. These you animals know, are exceptionally dumbass, intelligent. You're ready for your new avian overlords? Yeah. Welcome the Kias. Yeah, it will be the Kia. They're, they're, I think that the Kia is the smartest bird alive. I, I think that they are absolutely the smartest birds. I, I think they're incredibly curious, but I, I don't know if I ever told you the story about the uh, the they, – they're now making people buy Kia insurance when they rent cars. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so – this family is out taking a vacation. They bought the Kia insurance on the car. There's a line of Kias in the road. They stop. They start. They get out and they start taking pictures. A line of Kias comes in behind the car and blocks the car in. Three Kias dart into the open doors of the car, steal some of the kids' toys, and then all the Kias disappear. Okay. I, the, the problem I'm Kias, not, I, Kias committed highway robbery. Here's the problem: is that I, I have an, I have a, I, I don't know that I believe that a bunch of people were getting out and taking pictures of Kias because they don't make that nice a car. The <laughs> uh, <laughs> other thing I've heard though is that uh, apparently the uh, staff on the New Zealand Airlines have been told if you see Kias on the plane, leave them alone; they'll find their own way back. <laughs> <laughs> there are also Kias in Japan now. And the reason for that is because somebody decided he was going to import these smart parrots for his friends. And when the crate arrived, no one was quite sure what had been in the crate, but it wasn't there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Little bogers. Well, here's Are the... these the birds I call up to uh, come and assemble my new bookcase? <laughs> um, to disassemble it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there's, the, there's the story about the Netherlands, parrot, the Netherlands pet shop where... They invited, they basically imported a couple of Kias. They import, imported three Kias to sell. And one day the guy went to lunch and one of the Kias unlocked its cage and unlocked the other two Kias cages. And then the three Kias unlocked the rest of the animals' cages. And with the rest of their time during the lunch break, destroyed the cash register beyond any repair. Here's the thing is that you, it's like a cockatoo can take apart pretty much any page, oh, any yeah. cage, right? The next step up. Then you know the next advance in parrot technology is the Kia. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, Kias understand currency. <laughs> they've had they've had other parrots learn currency too, but Kias figured out currency on their own. They figured out if they take something from you and hold it hostage, they can get your cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you know, watching the Kia steal the guy's wallet off his dash. <laughs> but are they good as at thwarting cats as canaries are? Uh, I don't know. Do you have a story? <laughs> I've seen a. Video. I, I've just, I've, just uh, see, I've seen a documentary online. Uh, this one canary and this one putty tat. <laughs> they have a reputation you know, for ripping don't, the backs don't even off. Bring of that up because the Roadrunner's top speed is twenty miles, twenty miles per hour. The coyote can reach speeds of forty-three miles per hour. My whole mm -hmm. childhood, childhood was a lie, and I'm. I'm feeling kind of conflicted <laughs> about that. Uh, you know, the, the Kias will, will swoop down and rip the backs off of goats. Yeah. So I think they can take out the cat. More than likely. <laughs> uh, you know, there the other two is Kias are also a lot more likely to team up. They're a lot well, more likely to cooperate. Will the Kia <laughs> take out the cat in a way that causes him to crush in an accordion-like manner? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> 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 huh. 
It seems like you're alluding to something specific here. Oh, right, a putty tat. Now you got it. Now I got it. Yeah. <laughs> it took you that long. It took me that long. Ah. <laughs> uh, I think that's it, guys. I, 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 I unless unless we want to cover something else, I think that. Uh, I think we're good. I think we're good too. I think the. I think the. I think the train wreck is firmly slid to a halt. <laughs> we got. We've got sex robots. We've got the respectable Jim Baker. We've got uh, mess uh, uh, wasp in your hoo ha. <laughs> we've we've shamed we've shamed young girls for the way that they dress. <laughs> that's a complete show right there. And say goodnight, everybody. Good night, everybody. That's another one of the tail feathers. If you've made it this far, that's an hour of your time. You're never getting back. But the amateur skeptics appreciate you giving that hour to us. If you'd like to tell us how you felt about spending that hour with us, let us know at WTF at AmateurSkeptics.com. The Amateur Skeptics Podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons Sharealike No Derivatives 3.5 license. Intro music by Peter Canold. Find more of Peter's music at soundcloud.com forward slash P-K-A-N-O-L. Exit music by OFM. Find more of their music at myspace.com forward slash OFMHQ. Artwork for the Amateur Skeptics by Sean Smith Ford. Copyright Shadow Knight Digital Portraiture.